Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Monday, August 10th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. The Wall Street Journal reports that, according to sources, Simon Group, the largest mall owner in the U.S., is in talks with Amazon to turn empty department stores into Amazon distribution hubs. Talks have focused on former locations of JCPenney and Sears department stores, both of which filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. It's unclear how many stores are under consideration, but Simon Group Malls had 74 locations from the two companies as of public filings in May. A new report from Apple analyst Ming-Chi Kuo looks at the potential impact of President Trump's executive order banning WeChat transactions in the U.S. on iPhone sales. The note looks at the impact if WeChat is removed from the App Store in the U.S. only, or if the ban would require removing the app globally. In the case of a removal from the U.S. store, Quo predicts iPhone shipments declining 3 to 6 percent. If removed globally, Quo sees iPhone shipments declining 25 to 30 percent, with shipments of other Apple products like Macs, iPads, and Apple Watch declining 15 to 25 percent. In Apple's latest earnings report, Greater China accounted for roughly 15 percent of Apple's quarterly revenue. According to a memo sent to ad agencies, TikTok will continue to honor planned ad campaigns, but will refund any it can't fulfill as a result of the executive order that bans transactions with the company in the U.S. after September 15th. The memo also said TikTok will work with major influencers to migrate to other platforms in the event the ban becomes effective. Prior to the executive order, TikTok had forecast $1 billion in revenue for 2020. The Wall Street Journal reports that Twitter held preliminary talks with TikTok about potentially merging with TikTok's U.S. operations. Sources say Microsoft is still considered the frontrunner in a potential TikTok acquisition, but that Twitter believes its smaller size would be less likely to face antitrust scrutiny. Given Twitter's $29 billion market cap, it's unclear how Twitter would finance a potential deal. According to Huawei's consumer business president, Richard Yu, the company will stop production of its ARM-based Kirin chips on September 15th as contractors that make the chips require U.S. manufacturing technology. Yu said Huawei lacks the ability to make its own chips and that the company's smartphone production has no chips and no supply. Last year, the U.S. Department of Commerce placed Huawei on its entity list, requiring a license to export to the company. In May, the Commerce Department amended its rules to extend this to include the sale of semiconductors made abroad but with U.S. technology. The Wall Street Journal also reported that Qualcomm is currently lobbying the Commerce Department for a license to sell advanced components to Huawei, arguing that an export ban would strengthen overseas competitors like MediaTek and Samsung. Twitter told The Verge it accidentally pushed incorrect release notes to its update of its iOS app Thursday, which said the ability to control replies to tweets was being added. It's not. It's still being tested. If you have the ability to limit who can reply to a tweet, you're in the test, but if you don't, Don't expect to have it after all going forward. Google announced new developer tools for Android TV. The platform now supports Google Play Instant, which lets users launch an app without a full install and has been available on Android since May 2018. The Android TV emulator will also get Play Store support. Purchases on Android TV can now be made with a PIN code rather than a user's full password. And the previous A to Z keyboard is being replaced with Gboard TV, which includes speech-to-text and predictive typing. Google also announced that Android TV monthly active devices were up 80% of the year, although it did not provide specific numbers. Two years ago, Microsoft divided the Windows team with the core development going to the cloud and AI team, aka Azure, and the front end of the team now under Panos Panay. Microsoft is now moving the fundamentals and developer experience team back under Panay's leadership. The Windows core engineering team will stay with Azure. Panay says his team will focus on growing the Surface business, among other things. 
Since the Paramount Consent Decree of 1948, the Big Five movie studios of the time haven't owned theaters and have been limited in something called block booking, which lets a studio force a theater to take a smaller movie in order to get a more desirable blockbuster. Friday, U.S. District Judge Annalisa Torres found that the termination of the decrees is in the public interest. Not all of the studios were subject to the decree in the first place. Lionsgate and Disney were not part of the Big Five, for instance, and didn't have to comply. But now any studio is free to buy a theater. However, they're much more likely to take advantage of the end of the restriction against block booking, which will end after a two-year sunset period. And finally, E-Ink Corporation published a video showing a prototype foldable e-reader device. This builds on a previous prototype showed off earlier this year with a sturdier hinge, dedicated hardware buttons, light bars on the top and bottom, and support for note-taking with a Wacom stylus. It's unclear if the technology is ready for E-Ink Corporation to license it to OEMs for production. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes there and links to all these headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.